in sports. March Madness rolls on. Duke men's basketball head coach Mike Kay advanced to his record-setting 13th Final Four appearance this past weekend after the number two seed Blue Devils defeated number four seed Arkansas in the Elite Eight of the NCAA men's tournament. Italy fails to qualify for men's World Cup. Italy players are destroyed and crushed after failing to qualify for the 2022 World Cup. First woman to be drafted by a professional baseball team. History was made this past week when the Kentucky Wild Health Genomes drafted Alexis Hopkins, the first woman ever drafted by an American professional baseball team for an on-field role. Matt Ryan is no longer a Falcon. He has been traded and he is playing for the Colts and he seems to be super excited about that trade. Major League Baseball is scheduled to start for the Braves in 10 days. Freddie Friedman moves past emotional Braves exit and begins new life as a Dodger. Meanwhile, the Braves pitcher Charlie Morton delivers in return to a game action. Lots of things going on in sports. Stay tuned for all that's going on. This has been your sports update. I'm Michelle Dawes-Burt, and now back to the Beat Break Morning Show on 101 The Vibe FM, Beat Break 87 FM, and Reach One Network. Good morning, Beat Break Morning Show family. Hope everyone is well. Lots of buzz on social media regarding Will Smith and Chris Rock from the Oscars. Hmm. Think about that. This is Michelle Dosbert at the news desk, and here are the stories making headlines this morning. Ukraine has reclaimed several villages from Russian forces in a series of counterattacks. U.S. President Joe Biden said Russian President Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power. Joe Biden is also expected to release his budget proposal for fiscal year 2023. And the Senate Judiciary Committee is scheduled to consider the nomination for Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court. Jackson's confirmation hearings concluded last week after rounds of questioning and heated exchanges with some GOP senators. A wildfire near Boulder, Colorado has prompted an an evacuation warning for nearly 20,000 people. And two, uh, two cups of coffee a day keeps the doctor away. Contrary to worries amongst some physicians and the public, new research shows that drinking two to three cups of coffee daily has been associated with 10 to 15 percent lower risk of getting heart disease. Now here is your international news break. With the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Bill Alexander. Walmart will no longer sell cigarettes in some of its stores. Some stores in California, Florida, New Mexico, and Arkansas are on the list. Walmart is not the first national retail chain to cut off cigarette sales, even on a trial basis, but it is the largest. Target ended cigarette sales in 1996, and the drugstore chain CVS Health did the same in 2014. Southwest Airlines reached a tentative agreement Monday with a union representing its customer service agents that would give pay raises totaling more than 16% over the next three years to about 7,000 employees. The machinist union said its negotiating committee unanimously recommended that members approve the contract in an upcoming ratification vote. During the pandemic, Southwest has seen fewer people apply for some openings, leading the Dallas-based carrier to raise starting pay for many airport-based jobs. 
For the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Bill Alexander in Washington. I'm Michelle Dosbert with the Beat Break Morning News powered by Real Chicks Rock. For more information, go to realchicksrock.com. More of the Beat Break Morning Show coming up next. Let's start. You are now rocking. Rocking with the best. Double rainbow. Oh, my God. Live on your radio. It's the Beat Break with your host, Sean Garvey. I'm the dude. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Beat Break Morning Show and, of course, the Beat Break Podcast. You are now rocking with the best. I go by the name of Sean Garvey. Welcome to the Beat Break Morning Show. Shout out to the people over at 101 The Vibe FM in Louisville, Kentucky. Shout out to Thinking Out Loud Network. Shout out to the Flow Television Network. And last but not least, shout out to Beat Break 87 FM and Beach Run Network. Shout out to all of our affiliates and our subsidiaries. Sean Garvey at Sean Garvey ATL on Twitter and on Instagram, Facebook at Sean Garvey. Shout out to DJ Roller and Star Kells. They will be joining with us this morning a little bit later on in the program. If you love the content, if you love what we're doing, make sure you cash app us. Reach One Communications. Let me make sure I put the dollar sign in front. Dollar sign reach the number one communications and support the cause. You can also go to our PayPal, Reach One Communications, and show us some love there. Don't forget to download the podcast FM app to your mobile device so you can take us with you everywhere on the go. We got some special guests on the live line this morning. We got the homie Coop the Bill. Yeah, yeah, y'all sit down. Y'all ain't got to stand up. <laughs> they loving you. They loving you, man. There you go. Yeah, Cooperville, back in the house by popular demand, ladies and gentlemen. The Laugh Don't Shoot comedy show went down in the ATL a few days ago. I just got one question: Why haven't I got my Laugh Don't Shoot T-shirt yet? Well, because uh, you didn't ask for it, but I, I will get you one. <laughs> I promise you. They get they come in mini me sizes, so I'm gonna get you one. Oh, I didn't know there was a mini me size. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that makes me feel like a very very little person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only rock medium. Hey, when you that, came to the comedy show, somebody asked why weren't you in school. I said, "What are you talking about? That man, ninety seven years old." Hey, man, I, I I woke up that same day. You know what? <laughs> I've been up. True story. I've been up since four a.m. that day. I woke up at 4 a.m. Oh, wow. I had to go to a production, a recording production, which I'll get into in just a few moments. But I had that thing going on that morning, and then I stopped by the radio station in Midtown Atlanta. And then, of course, I had to come to the Atlanta Comedy Theater where the Live Down Shoot show went down. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I feel blessed, bro. I feel blessed that you came through, for real. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that, man. We're going to get into that. A lot went down. I enjoyed myself. And shout out to everybody that attended the Laugh Don't Shoot. But big shout outs to, um, I, I talked about um, being a part of a production recording that same morning. I'm actually in production for my new scripted podcast series, Unemployment Chat. We actually got one of the stars on the live line with us. I don't know if she wanted to be revealed or not. Larry Coop DeVille just brought her <laughs> on the show like what what is she doing on the show this morning <laughs> she's she's out of town she's doing big things uh we have cindy 
on the live. Hey, time. everybody. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. <laughs> good afternoon. Good evening. Morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good <laughs> afternoon. You, you're in a different state. So we, we I'm in a you. different time zone. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a different time zone. Yeah. I'm in a different time zone. But good morning, everybody. I love mornings. Hi. Cindy, how do you pronounce your last name for real? <laughs> My last name is Ecclesiastri. 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 Yes. Tree. Tree. Yep. You got it. in the Bible, verse number 12. <laughs> right. Right. That's Ecclesiastic. So, however you want to. your Bible is Ecclesiastic. Right. I'm sorry. I'm I know. I ain't like, trying to make I feel fun like of your name. Everyone. I want people to learn how to spell it because I am. I want you to get to the point financially where strangers come up to me on the street and be like, oh my gosh, hey, Cindy Kiziastri, and then they spell it and I'll yeah. give them five bucks. Like I, right go. now I have, I have one $5 bill in my pocket. Who wants it? Someone spell it. Come on. No e- one? E-C, E-C-C, C-C-3. I'm just let, me, let, me, let, me put, let me put my $5 back Let me save it for someone else <laughs> I'm going to need the $5 So I have no problem with spelling it out I need the $5 right now You do, Sean, let's go Okay, E-C-C-L-E-S-I-A-S-T-R-E Eyes wide open, man Come on Right, and you don't, you don't get it You don't. It's not for you This is for people who meet me on the street I didn't meet you on the street I met you on Zoom there you go. You met me on backstage. Come on now, tell the truth. Oh, you sorry. I just hey, you're telling cool. too much information, man. Too much. Tell it all. No, no, no. When I say backstage, let me let me say backstage. Backstage is this. Let me just clean that up real quick. Backstage yeah. is a oh facts. It's a it's a it's a uh, website. It's a resource website where you go and recruit actors, especially uh, up and coming aspiring actors. That's what backstage well, is. I didn't meet her at the backstage somewhere. I met her on backstage. I'm glad you said oh, that. Oh, I couple, get it uh, now. Because a couple <laughs> guys, hey, excuse me, excuse hey man, but a couple guys on here probably would have thought you said back page. I know one who's not revealing itself would have thought you said back page. I mean, who's that, Cyril Bar? Hey, Cyril Bar. <laughs> is, is that for the only old people hey. know about back Whatever you said, back because I don't know about it. Oh, that's cool. I guess old people, yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> I have no Mary, idea. You just call yourself old. That. You're not old. I have no idea at all. Cindy don't want to know what, <laughs> black, what you said, back page or black page? I, I don't know. I, I, it was just something I don't have no There is clue. a black page. But Cindy is don't want yeah, no to know what that black page is, though. Yeah, let me not. No, let me not. No. Now, who? No. I don't mean to be in a, you know, Sean, you are running the, the show, so let me just be quiet. But there's somebody else. I think that's Michael Hudson. Is that Michael Hudson? Who's that over there? I don't know. There's some dude on there that looked like my uncle. Dad. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who these folks are. Is it Coop DeVille? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no okay, Sean. No, no, go, go ahead, ahead, man. I'm, I'm, I'm quiet, man. Go who ahead. I'm on, sorry. Who got on the morning show this morning? Let's, let's go. We got cereal bar. We got cereal bar. Cereal bar. Okay. What's cereal up, cereal bar? bar. Yeah. Not cereal up, bar, man. Cereal. Wait, say that again. <laughs> he said no damn cereal. I thought I heard. I, I thought I heard Coop Deville said cereal bar. No cereal. Me too. I was just like, ooh. So I'm not the only one. The one. I love rice crispies. <laughs> Hearing aids needed. Hearing aids. 
<laughs> okay, say for our listeners, for our listeners, especially the ones that are hearing impaired, say the name one more time. Cyril Barr. Wait, repeat that one more time. Cool. S. I mean, I'm from S. C Y R I L. Right on. Okay. Yeah. And, and let me say this real quick. Uh, Cyril is an awesome guy, very well connected in the city and other places international. He knows a lot of people. He came out to the show. And so I invited him on this podcast because, believe me, every word that comes out of this guy's mouth is, is a word to be uh, is be taken seriously and uh, and and, um, and and directly. He's, he's a very good guy. And I appreciate him coming on the uh, podcast and, and listening, looking forward what to what he has to say. Yeah. Hey, sir. talking about that comedy show. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. For sure. Talking about that, talking about that comedy show, uh, like, I mean, absolute success. An absolute success, man. Everybody had a great time. I was watching the audience. Uh, the performers did great time. Wait for the next show. Uh, this is going to be a stone blast, man. It really is. The next one coming up. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. Can't wait for part two. Yeah. Part, part two. two. Yeah, that's that's going to be a part two. Okay. And who do who do else Working do on it right now. Wait, say that again? No, they're so working on it right now. Part two. Yeah. Oh. Come on. Okay. They're working on a part two. All right. Can't wait to see it. I know everybody can't wait to see it. And who else do we have on the morning show? Was it 446-643-1773? You're just giving out the telephone number. For real? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but that's what they have. That's what they have up I there. I didn't know though. you weren't supposed to, man. I'm like, you know. What am I supposed to say? Five, five, five? Triple five. No, no, seven, 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 ninety-three, eleven. Yeah, I, I got you. I don't know. Maybe that's somebody that maybe don't say nothing wrong. Who? Too late for okay. that. Okay, so obviously, obviously it's a guy. But what's his name, though? Hello? Are you there? Hello? No one's there. I see you. This is one of the most strangest voice calls <laughs> in the Break Morning Go ahead, Sean. Show. Do, do your thing, man. Okay. Do your thing, Sean. Do your thing. Leader, so we man. got Coop DeVille. We got Cindy. Cindy E. Hi. <laughs> we got Zero. I mean, not Zero. I'm sorry. Zero. Zero. Zero is good. Yep. Okay. And we got somebody with a 404 number. There you go. All right. Okay. It's a duplicate. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 move on. Ho- hopefully, the person who is calling in from a four four number. Hopefully, it's not the feds and an FBI agent or somebody. You know. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I mean, I know I, we're not that kind of morning show. You know, we we're not that kind of morning show. But I, I just figure out. it's a duplicate. It's just a duplicate number. Oh, he says it's a duplicate. Okay. It's a duplicate. So it's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a, oh, so it's the same person. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like what I got is on, on the Zoom call, you have Reach One Communications and Sean G. It's the same person. It's me. So I'm both Reach One Communications and Sean G. And I can say that because I own Reach One Communications, man. Sorry. Right. Okay, you got to stunt real quick. Keep stunting. 
All right, so let's do a recap. Laugh, don't shoot. Comedy show. Let's talk about it. Um, like the gentleman said on the on the morning show, a very successful, successful show. Me and of course Cindy, who's on the morning show with us, we had a very great time uh being out there in support of Laugh, Don't Shoot. Everybody did their thing on stage. Of course, you, Coop DeVille, hats off to you. You know, uh, you did your thing on stage along with Kiana Dancy, who we had on the morning show a few days ago, and TJ Johnson. You know what? I, I will admit, I had his last name pronounced wrong. I said TJ Lofton when I was on <laughs> on, on the mental space on WLK uh, a couple of weeks ago. I said TJ Lofton and not TJ Johnson. I'm, I'm thinking about a, another TJ who's also, his last name is Lofton. So my bad, TJ Johnson, but you did your thing, though, man. You did your thing. Um, yeah. Also, he was there you go. He was, yeah, he was funny as hell. He was funny as hell. Also, uh, big shouts to Anthony Demer, who was along with the lineup of comedians at the Atlanta yeah. Comedy Theater. Man. So you know, we talked on, we talked backstage, uh, we chopped it up for a few men, and uh, we had a great time. Everybody did that. Yeah. Everybody was funny, man. What, what was you, good yeah. Your your thoughts on how everything went, Coop Deville? I was excited. I was first. I was nervous. You know, they were saying it was going to snow that day. And you remember we had canceled before because it's, it was snowing. Yeah. Uh, I started to say it's snowing. By my goodness. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say that. But it was snowing. So my, my thoughts is that it was successful. Uh, one of the things that really surprised me is that the club uh, manager said they made more money at that show than they made all week. And that's what, ha- that's what matters. Not only did our people from Laugh, Don't Shoot come out, but they spent money, you know, and they spent money, and, and that lets them know what type of quality of people that we have following us and that's rolling with us. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, and, of course, you had no choice but to spend money anyway because <laughs> <laughs> you had no choice. You had to go in there. I mean, even though – Two drink people, minimum. Two drink minimum or two well, two drink or two item minimum. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> I would have said, "Give me two napkins." <laughs> you said, <laughs> "Hey, give me." I would have said, two forks." Napkin. I need some. I need some more silverware. I know. Give me a uh, two drink. <laughs> give me a fork and a, and a napkin. <laughs> I know. I I, had, I I only had the Moscato. I had some Moscato and I had some fries. That was a two wow. item. That was a two item minimum. Well, man, listen. The show was awesome. Ch- I really. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was something that that you know we had all been talking about for how long, Cindy? Have we been trying to put this thing on? Uh, since um, September. Oh man, mm-hmm. you know, and then mm-hmm. we had some some cutbacks, and so many people, even some of the comedians, was asking, "Is it going to happen?" And uh, I just thank God, man, that we we were able to do it. You know, um, that people believed in believed in the show and believed in not just the show or myself, but believed in the purpose. You know, Cyril Barr, he was, he never doubted me. People like that. So Cindy never doubted. It was like, what do you need to do? Absolutely. To happen? And Sean, of course, yourself was, you know, just a one individual. I can't I, even, I, I, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep it a hundred with you. I thought that, it wasn't going to happen after it got postponed. See, the comedy show to me was like Kanye West Donda album. Mm. I'll tell you why I compare that <laughs> to Kanye West Donda album. Because you know how when, 
we were hearing about Donda is supposed to be coming out on this day and then it got pushed back to this date and then it got pushed yeah. back again. I'm like, Kanye, come on now. I you know <laughs> you you performing yeah. you performing at the yeah. Mercedes Benz Stadium and, and all that and we waiting for the album to drop. I don't think it's ever gonna I don't think the album is gonna drop out, but it did. So it is kind of like comparison to Laugh Don't Shoot because I was just so disappointed. Not at you all, but I was just disappointed that it had to snow. It it, it it didn't really like snow like that, but we did get inclement, inclement weather here in Atlanta uh, back in January when it was supposed to happen in January. Yeah. But I'm glad that it got moved to March. You know, things happen for a reason. Yeah. So maybe it was meant yeah. for it to get pushed back to March, give people some more time to uh get whatever they need to get situated and it was beautiful outside actually when i came out with me and cindy and everybody else when we came out the uh building to make way for the other patrons to come in for the next show i stepped outside i was like wow it's sunny as hell outside and it wasn't yeah. really that cold it wasn't like really that cold outside but that yeah. that 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 same day though that morning oh my goodness it looked like it looked like I was in Wisconsin or yeah. <laughs> or Alaska when I stepped outside that that same morning. Well, you know that's how we have did. you been to Alaska? Um, the closest I've been to Alaska was watching Northern Exposure on TV. That's the closest I've been to Alaska. <laughs> hmm. Hey, the closest I've been to Alaska was East Point. East Point Girl. <laughs> No, but but Cindy, I want to ask a question. Um, yes, you know, is there a message in that? Is there a message in uh, when you think something is not going to happen and you feel like giving up, but you you keep going? And because everything I do, I like to look at a message. And what kind of message can we get or give as a result of something like that? Because we made something successful that we didn't believe was going to actually happen. I just realizing that whenever you want something and you truly go for it, people see your efforts. People are like, okay, he's been putting in the work. Like he's passionate about it. Just do it. Cause especially cause I feel like you have to do it for yourself first. If it's something that's on your heart to do, even though like it might be, um, what's the word? It might be, you know, stressful or it might be like, you know, you feel like, like there's a lot of work or you might get discouraged. It's realizing, Hey, at the outcome, this is what I want to happen. And you have, you know, your platform of wanting the reason why you put out laugh, don't shoot, you know, bringing comedy to the community. Cause that's what we need. So it's like when you go through like your fear and the stress and all of that, and you make it happen, look at the result. Like if you kept, if, if in the beginning you were like, Oh, this is too much work. This is too hectic. And you gave up, like you just gave up on something so great. So the message is to just keep going. If it's something you love, just do it. Wow. Just do it. You know, and I think it's even beautiful when you find other people who see your vision, but sometimes you're not gonna see you're not gonna find people who see your vision. And even if you don't find people who don't see your who don't see your vision, you gotta do it anyway. You have to. Well, I love it. And you mm-hmm. guys definitely did. And with that, uh, I wanna ask Cyril. Cyril, you still here with us? Yo, yep. Yeah. I got a question to ask you, man, and Sean, I'm not trying to be bossy or anything, but I'm like Sir, has there ever been something that you felt like giving up on and and you pushed it through or something when probably nobody believed in you or anything like that? Not that I can think of right now because I kind of 
like, you know, like I live my life uh, starting out from the gates with positivity. And like, I always come out like, you know, shining the positive light. I mean, uh, like, I believe that everything is possible. Uh, you know, once you have the right, uh, the right attitude uh, about what you want to do, uh, like, you're like, you have that, that, that drive in you, you know, it's like, uh, nothing is impossible, man. Absolutely nothing is impossible. And that's the type of person you are. You know, like, I've been knowing you for years, bro, and I'm telling you, man, you know, it's like, uh, like, you say it, it's done. Like, you see it through, like, you're the CEO, CFO, uh, 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 like, everybody, you know, like, like, like you're, you're from the bottom to the top, Larry, when it comes to, uh, you know, taking on projects, and you see it through, oh. and that's a good thing. That's a great thing about you. Man, you finna make me cry. <laughs> me too. Well, I'm getting teary-eyed over here. I'm like, like, who is he wow. talking about? But it's the truth. It's the truth. Hey, uh, business-wise, man, come on now. You know, like, like uh, you're like, I'm telling you, yeah. people better listen. They better listen. Man, that mean a lot because you know, I, I love our community. I love our people. I really do, man. And I hate to see us hurting to the point that we're we're hurting because of not something that somebody else is putting on us. We can't blame, uh, for lack of a better, we can't blame white people or the government for any challenges or uh, uh, headaches that we have within our own self. A lot of times it's us, and we don't realize that. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody yep. sticking a needle in their own arm and asking, why are my arms hurting? And they don't realize you're sticking the needle in there. You're you just doing stuck that. a needle in you know there. You know, you have to stop that. And the pain in our community is something that we can stop. You know, we can stop a lot of these shootings. We can stop a lot of these heartaches. We can stop a lot of these failures. You know, but we have to realize that we're doing this. Stop. Hey, hold on for a minute. And mm-hmm. and I want other people to see this. I want other people to see this. And uh, Lab Don't Shoot is just one way. Hey, if they don't take me serious laugh about it, and then still take us mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. And, yeah, and, and we said this, that it, there needs to be a part two and a part three and a part four. There's still an ongoing problem in Atlanta, and even in the outskirts of Atlanta, especially after coming out of the Laugh, Don't Shoot showcase, it's still violence happening in Atlanta. And, and mm-hmm. I said this before um, that I work at a news station and I get tons and tons each day of stories coming to my desk of somebody getting shot and or killed in the streets of Atlanta. Uh, do you think that Laugh Don't Shoot could expand outside of the Atlanta Comedy Theater? Of course, we love the Atlanta Comedy Theater. It's a very iconic venue and a very iconic staple in Atlanta, uh, even though it's in the outskirt of Atlanta, it's still Atlanta to me it is. But do you think that the Laugh Don't Shoot comedy show should or can expand to other places in the outskirts of Atlanta, especially in the areas where there's a lot of senseless violence that, is, that are happening in those places? Well, that's the purpose, Sean. That's the goal. That's why we're here. And that's why Cindy's here. That's why Sean, uh, uh, Sears is here. And that's why a lot of people that we don't have on this uh, 
our podcasts are here because we want to make sure that it does. You know, we want to make sure that it does. I came up with a quote today that I'm put on a T-shirt that says, uh, get mad, get over it, be free. Mm. You know, get mad, get over it, be free. People don't understand, mad, getting mad and being angry is natural. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible even says get angry but sin not. You know, it's natural. But what's not natural is how you respond to it. Mm-hmm. It's not natural to take mm-hmm. somebody else's life. It's not natural to pull a trigger. But we live in a country that makes us think that it is because we see it so much. But no, we're saying laugh, but we really mean pray, laugh, mm-hmm. pray, walk away, do whatever it takes to make sure that you can be free and and be healthy and be around for the next day. And I don't hear a lot of people saying that, man. I'm, I'm unfortunately, Mm-mm. I don't see a lot of people saying that. Y'all let me know if you do, because I don't. No, that's the first time for me. Nope. Mm-hmm. That's the first you time know. for me. And you know what? It mm. shouldn't be, bro. It should not be. Two days before, two days after Laugh Don't Shoot. Do y'all know what happened in Atlanta? About uh, young, with young thug. I was just his, about to talk his, about the, yeah. the mother, the mother of his one of his kids. Yeah, over a bowling ball, a bowling ball. Come on, man. what happened? Yeah. Cindy, you want to explain it? Yes, um, I don't know. I mean, this was just through Google, but according to Google, well, not according to Google, but yes, according to Google. So, um, his the the mother of one of his kids went to an event at a bowling alley. And they were arguing over a ball, and someone pulled out a gun and pulled the trigger over a bowling ball. What? A bowling ball, y'all. And the thing and about I was it, like, wow. And the thing about it, they said he Are left. See, they said he left the bowling alley. He left inside the place, and he was out in the parking lot for twenty to thirty minutes, waiting on this lady to come out. You know, waiting wow. on her. Now, just imagine if there was a lab don't shoot commercial or something that came on during the time that he was waiting. They said, yeah. be angry. They said, get angry, get mad, get over it. Oh, yeah. Walk away. Yeah. Walk away. Yeah. Walk away. You know, um, like it's not worth it. It's literally not worth it. Like at all. Absolutely not. Because um, we, we're working on a song. And I don't mind revealing it for the, you know, for the first time right now. We're working <laughs> on a song that, that, uh, uh, goes off the movie, the, the, the music. If you think you're lonely now, wait till the night with baby Wal- Bobby Walmart. Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yep. We don't know you anything about you, that. I know, no, yeah. I, I'm too young. Too young. Yeah. So like, if you think you're <laughs> angry now, wait until the night when you're in the, behind them sales. Then you know, if you think she made you angry, or people made you out here angry, wait till you get behind them sales, them bars, and Big Bubble come behind you. You know. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, you think you you think you mad now? You wait. So you don't want to be in that position, man. I'm I'm being facetious, but you don't want to be in that position. Yeah, can I show uh, you all a true story that ties no. into no? I'm just kidding. How you gonna tell? How you gonna say no? To yeah, them? I was just like, why yeah, would you, you, know you say show. that, Sean? I know you're uh, saying no to your, no, your I'm you. I'm sorry. Me Ooh, off. You know what? We 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 having a serious conversation. I forgot for a moment that Coop DeVille is a real life comedian in real life. I'm sorry. We we having a serious conversation, but <laughs> Yeah, you're right. My bad. No, you good. No, I I I hey, hey comedian Coop. I got jokes too, baby. I got jokes. But <laughs> yeah, I know it. <laughs> but hey, uh but back to the seriousness. So, 
the true story is this uh to kind of come behind coop deville and cindy as we were just talking about the uh young lady the mother of rapper young thug shot and killed uh over a bowling ball so to provide more context to the story and, and this is a true story because this happened to me a few years ago and so the incident happened at uh, i'm trying to look up the place here i don't want to i want to make sure that i get the name of the place correct metro fund center so if you're not from yeah. atlanta if you're not from atlanta metro fund center is on metropolitan parkway and so um it's a place where you go is a family is supposed to be let me put supposed to be <laughs> it's supposed to be a family oriented venue to go and not only play ball bowl but you also play all these different games in there there's pool there's um you know hockey games and things of that sort right so a couple of years ago i want to say back in 2016 was it 2016 or 2017 it was one of those years uh, when the movie Get Out came out. Yeah. And uh, I was on a date with this one woman who uh, chose to go to the Metro Fund Center. And so I'm already familiar with the area. And I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. Because it, it kind of gets turned up in that area. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and so, yeah. but I went anyway. So me and her, we went to the same venue, Metro Fund Center on Metropolitan Parkway. We went in there and we came we went in there to play games and you know just pretty much have fun right so she and i wanted to play pool and we saw a pool table that was available but now keep in mind now inside metro fund center there's a lot of oh i was about to say the other word but there's a lot of young cats in negro there, you know negroes in there yeah we're gonna say negroes <laughs> there's a lot of young negroes in there that um you know are, are are not too i guess you could say not too much so on the positive side if you know mm. if i can use that word right now um but we saw a pool table that was available me and her we go to the pool table and before we could even begin to play the game one of the cats one of the young cats came up to me and said hey bro we using that pool table hey bro we we nah now nah, we got this pool table and I'm standing there like, okay, I already know what the situation is, right? I'm not, I, I'm no stranger to those type of situations. So I was getting ready to, because I already had the pool stick in my hand, right? Wow. <laughs> I already had the pool <laughs> stick in my hand. So I was like, okay, I'm here on a date with my girl and our, everything. All we're trying to do is just have fun. So one or two things could possibly go down up in here. And, and there wasn't hardly any security guards around, right? So before wow. anything could happen, one of the young cats came up to him and said, hey, no, 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 they're good, man. They're good, man. Y'all can go ahead and use the pool table. Y'all can go ahead and use the pool table. And then we just proceeded and nothing didn't go down. But I say all that to say that your boy, Sean Garvey, was almost in an altercation. And and the same wow. the same outcome could have happened. It could wow. have happened. Exactly. You know what I mean? Co compared to the mother of young thug shot and killed over a bowling ball. Can you imagine somebody getting shot and or killed over a pool table? Wow. Man, that's horrible, bro. Because they used to be running shoot, too. Yeah. Is that the same place? 
Yeah, that used yeah. to be run and shoot. I, I remember my cousin and I went to what used to be run and shoot in East Point, uh, and they turned it from run and shoot to Metro Fun Center. Yeah. I got a question. Cyril, you still with us? Yo. Yeah. All right. You're the only one on the platform that's not from America, so to speak. What do you th- right. when you, when you think about this anger and this these being so quick to shoot somebody? Is there a, a certain thing that you think about? Is, does it come to your mind? Is it something that's that's international, or do you look at it as just being Americanized? It's pretty much more so geared to over here than it is uh, like, you know, other parts of the world, you know, it, we don't, we're not that quick to just jump for a gun. Like uh, we like, you know, the old fashioned way, you, you fist it out maybe, you know, but uh, to jump for a gun, making that priority, it's not done that way. In the Bahamas, no, not at all. Wow. That's crazy. And then another thing, since I want to individualize, I appreciate that. I want to go to you, Cindy. Um, and, and I have a question. Are you still with us, Cindy? I'm still here. Okay, I have a question. You're a female. You're the only female on the panel. Okay. Is there some some concern that you have about dating guys knowing the increased rate of domestic violence? And not even domestic violence, domestic homicide that is happening in our country, specifically with young people. I I, can, I know uh, at least two or three of my friends whose daughters, I don't even want to talk about it, but do you feel uh, any kind of way uh, as a female, young female? I, I personally haven't. You know, I feel like I haven't, I really don't surround, I don't know, I read people very well. I know if someone kind of has like a violent past or, you know, has violence in them. But I will say as a, a woman who has a father who I love so much, I'm a daddy's girl. I feel like I don't, I don't, I feel like not only am I putting myself in a d- dangerous situation, I'm also putting my family, like my dad and my mom and my sisters in a situation because if anything happens, they're the ones that are dealing with the repercussions. They're the ones that are paying for the funeral. And funerals are not cheap, like, at all. So it's like, I don't want to put myself, surrounding myself with men who already, like, are violent. Like, I remember one time I went on a date, and this guy, like, got upset because someone, like, took his parking spot. And not like a, oh, joking way, because, you know, we all joke around. Like, I'm also comedian, we joke around. But no, like, he was, like, beating his steering wheel i'm like oh my gosh like are you okay so it was like stuff like that where i don't know i just i don't you never know i never make excuses for anyone like i'm never gonna tell someone like oh like it was just a parking spot no clearly there's some kind of underlying violence with him and i don't want to surround myself with that so and i don't want my friends to surround themselves with that too like at all wow thank you for sharing that it's it's really wild i um uh Sean, I just found out today I was talking to a, a young lady and when I say young lady, she's not like a, you know, she's, you know, uh, probably in her 30s, almost 40, but she worked with a lot of people and she had this girl who was in the ninth grade who uh, was, uh, called herself a lesbian, right? 
and she was trying to mentor her and she asked her, why do you call yourself a lesbian? You know, why do you grab to that, you know, uh, that phrase and that lifestyle? I'm talking about ninth grade. The little girl said, you cannot judge me if you don't know my story. So she said, if you don't mind, tell me your story. She said, I actually watched my dad shoot my mom six times and then shoot himself. He died, but my mom didn't die. After witnessing that at such a young age, it makes me hate men. I hate men. Wow. That's where she is at this time. And the the lady was talking to me because she said that she really don't know how to take it to the next level other than showing the young lady respect for who she is right now. So I'm like, you know, what do you say in a situation like that? Uh, That's an open, yeah. open question. Yeah. Um, see, so conversations like these run full circle because whenever we have these type of conversations on my podcast or off the air, I always circle back to the show, The Mental Space. And let me just throw a disclaimer out there. I'm not making this about me, but it's the reason why I have platforms like this one, The Beat Break Morning Show, and The Mental Space on WAOK. But speaking of The Mental Space, for those that are watching me for the first time right here on The Beat Break Morning Show, I do a show called The Mental Space on WAOK. And I'm always talking about therapy, therapy, therapy. Right now in our community, the black community, and just for other communities as well too, therapy should be the number one mandatory thing that we must have access to. You know, it's mandatory to, uh, when you're driving a motor vehicle, it's mandatory that you have insurance. You know what I mean? It's mandatory yeah, exactly. you have yeah. insurance uh, when operating a motor vehicle. So it should be mandatory. And this is just Sean Garvey speaking. It should be mandatory for people to have access to some form of therapy. Now, let me just say this. Do everybody have to get therapy? No. Everybody don't have to get therapy if they choose to not get therapy. But at the same time, we have to have access affordable access to go speak to a licensed therapist as opposed to paying all these monies or you got to have a certain type of insurance to go speak to a licensed counselor or a licensed therapist everybody didn't come from the same type of reality i didn't grow up in a household where i've seen my dad beat my mother I I didn't grow up in a household where I seen my mom do drugs. So I come from a reality that is different from everybody else's reality. Everybody's reality is like the young lady that Coupe DeVille just spoke about. There are people out there, not just only young ladies, but also young men that have been traumatized by seeing various forms of violence, acts of violence. They may have seen as a kid, They may have seen their parents or somebody get stabbed, somebody getting beat up badly, somebody getting shot. And that becomes very 
traumatizing to you to yeah. look at people in a different light because you're thinking that oh i've seen my dad shoot and almost kill my mother as a kid and uh, you know as kids we soak up everything like sponges and as you get oh, older yeah. you know as you get older you're thinking like every guy is like that same man that was your dad and you're thinking to yourself he might do the same thing to me that my dad did to my mother yeah absolutely wow thank you man uh and i just want to say because i know we wasn't trying to do to be too long on here i i, I really thank um cindy and cyril for coming by and and stopping with us and i know uh cindy you have to go uh you said you had a meeting yes yeah so is there anything you want to comment on before because sean and i got a couple more minutes after you leave um i just want to comment and say larry like you are doing so many awesome things in the community like i don't i mean yes you are my mentor. like for everyone larry's my mentor but i say it not because you're my mentor i say it just because of the human you are what you're doing in the community right now i'm just excited to see it in communities across america people need it and i'm happy that whatever fear whatever stress whatever in the beginning whatever uh blockage anything that was in your way i'm so happy that you overcame it you put out your first show this is the first show of many and i'm really excited for people just to to see what you're passionate about and see what you're bringing to the community so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you i like how, thank she, you. I like how, I like how she said that that's that's definitely sentimental I like that. And uh, Cindy, before we let you go, of course, I mentioned earlier in the program that Cindy is one of the cast members of the scripted series that is currently in development called Unemployment Check. Cindy, really quick before we let you go, do you want to let the people know what your character role is in the project? Yes. My name is, I play the role of Cameron. And do you want me to go into detail or you want them to find out for themselves when they see it? Or? <laughs> I said give them, a, give them a little teaser. Give them a little teaser. Okay, so a little teaser about Cameron. Cameron is a young, rambunctious, fun woman who just finds herself in a crossroad, being in a relationship that she's not happy with, being working at a job where she's not happy with, and she finds herself settling. So that's where she finds herself in episode one. So I think a lot of people can relate to that, you know, just like settling is not being happy. So I'm excited to see, uh, you know, what she does. <laughs> uh, Thank I, you. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So um, more details are on the way about the show. I, I cannot wait uh, when we release the first episode to the public. But, yeah, we are still in development for Unemployment Check. And Cindy's actually the second. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, she is the second cast member from Unemployment Check because the first one, I'm sorry, Cindy, you're not the first one. I'm sorry. But <laughs> the first the best one. Thank. She's the best one, though. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, she's one of the uh, many cast members um, that have appeared on the morning show. But we're going to actually have, uh, if not the entire cast, but some of the cast members from the morning show to talk more about it. So, Cindy, we definitely got to have you back on when we talk a little bit more about. Can't wait. Yeah, I cannot wait. Absolutely. Cool. Can't wait. And make sure. Hey, make sure y'all support the unemployment check. You know, awesome. We need more uh, uh, scripts like that. We need more shows like that. So the unemployment check is something that I, I'm, I'm really behind and just part of our community. 
So make sure you support Cindy, Sean Garvey, and everybody else in the employment check. I'm telling you. Yeah, please yes. support. Please support unemployment check. We need the money just like the main character in the show needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all get some sponsors and anybody else. Man, there's a lot of good people in Atlanta that are looking to get behind good projects. And, and we hope that we can get some people to, behind and, and in front of this one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So more details are on the way. Cindy Ecclesiastri. Ecclesiastri. And I got You got it, Ecclesiastri. There you go. Okay. You know I got it. I'll give you the five dollars. I'll give you the five dollars. Ecclesiastri, ten dollars. <laughs> hey. Uh-uh, you, you my, I only got one five dollar to give out. You got you got my cat you got our cash app information. <laughs> you know what? I actually logged out of my phone. My iPhone kind of the iCloud was full. Nope, don't have anything. Oh man! Oh, okay, you see, you see that? Yeah, she's a comedian, all right. Cindy, her name is going, and that is a name that you're going to recognize. You know, it's going to be really easy to because uh, you're going to hear it so much in the future. I guarantee you. You will. You will absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Cindy Ecclesiastri. Um, much success as always, and uh, yep, let's let's reconnect again in the next few days. Of course. All right, everyone. Have a good day. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. 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 All right. You know, Sean, show can I say something? Company. Yep. Mm-hmm. I want to say something. Cindy said that I was her mentor, which is fine, because a lot of people say that to me, and I don't even know that I'm a mentor because the only thing I am is a man, you know, and I want to do good by people, and I want to help other people become their best. Now, how that ties back into Laugh, Don't Shoot is this. You know, Laugh, Don't Shoot is in partnership with ATL Uncensored. ATL Uncensored is like the TMZ of Atlanta. You know, it's grown uh, exponentially, you know, uh, since it started not even a year ago. Uh, The young man who created uh, Laugh, Don't Shoot is a young man who first came to my attention 15 years ago when he was in my program in Gwinnett County as a troubled youth. He was on the verge of getting kicked out of school. They were saying that there's no hope for him. Mr. Veal, we want to put him in your program. He came in my program. I can't take the full credit because I know I want to, I don't want to take anything away from his parents and uh, his other family members. But I know I threw a lot in him talking and saying that, you know, you can be who you desire to be. And he always talked about the celebrity life. So uh, I want to give it to give it out to him. And I'm intentionally not saying his name, but he called me one of his mentors. And here it is 15 years later, we're in partnership with um, Laugh Don't Shoot trying to help our city of Atlanta become a better city, a safer city, and hopefully our country become a better country and a safer city. So that's what mentorship is all about. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I always tell young people coming up in the industry, especially in the radio industry or just any industry, um, but whenever I come across a young person, I tell them to make sure that you get a mentor. And anything that you're doing, it could be radio, it could be television, film, comedy, whatever it is you're doing, get a mentor. You need a mentor to not only teach you the formatics and the basics behind 
whatever skill you have, but you also need a mentor to guide you through life. You know what I mean? Um, exactly, exactly. You know, to to guide you through life, because you could be you could be successful at what you're doing in the media profession or any kind of profession, but you may not be successful in other things that are involved in your personal life. Yeah. Because I have a, I still have a mentor to this very day that I was introduced to back in 2007, a few years after I left one radio station. And whenever we get a chance to talk in person or over the phone, if I need advice about something going on in radio or what have you, he's always there to consult with me on things that I need to do to get better things that I need to do to improve or just give me some life lessons on how to move on how to move differently. And, you know, he even gave me some suggestions on what I needed to do better at my brand and also in, in just life lessons as well to things like don't have a family until you are established, which that's one thing that I definitely, one of the main things that I definitely take away from our conversations that we've had in the past was don't don't get into a a serious serious relationship and start having kids until you get established because when for a man who mm-hmm. for a man like me who been married i say yes yes i agree with that absolutely and i'm glad you said that i'm glad you got a mentor man i know you're keeping it private who your mentor is but i bet you if you mention the name a lot of us would know who he is or who she is whatever so i'm glad you shared that um, because you never get too old to listen. You never get too old to take advice. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm in my 50s. And just a couple of years ago, a friend of mine that I've been knowing since we were both in our 20s gave me some advice. And I'm going to mention his name, Ricky Smiley. I've been knowing Ricky Smiley uh, since, you know, he first started comedy. And, and we both started. And Ricky told me something that, that helped me to even get laugh, don't shoot off the ground. But he doesn't know it to this day. And that was, Larry, go out and have fun with it. Go out and have fun. Because I was like, man, I want to go out here and do national tours. I want to do this comedy on a whole nother level. Uh, and and I was stressed because it wasn't happening, right? right. He said to me, don't worry about all that. Just go out there and have fun. And that's what I'm doing now. And that's why... Laugh as laugh don't shoot exists to this day. So I thank people like Ricky Smiley. Uh big shout out to Ricky Smiley, man. And also big shout out to ATL Uncensored. I actually met one of the owners at the Laugh Don't Shoot. Before the comedy show even began, I met one of the owners from ATL Uncensored, a very humble guy. And you can just tell by the conversation, I can just tell by the conversation I had with the young gentleman. He loves what he's doing. Yeah. And that actually that young gentleman is the one that I mentored 15 years ago. Right. Uh, in my program as a uh you know as a middle school person that was getting ready to get kicked out of school. So that goes to show that a lot of these young black males who we think are no up to no good and that are useless if we give them the right guidance and the right encouragement, you never know what they can end up being. They could be a, become somebody that you can partner with in your business such as myself and laughed on in our ATL Uncensored. 
Yeah. And, and can I also say one other thing, too, about the show itself? I love how it wasn't all male-dominated. Shouts to Kiana Dancy for even getting herself involved in the show as the only woman up there. I felt like I was watching the Kings of Comedy all over oh, again. Wow. The only the only difference is the only difference is I would I had a front row seat. Well, I say kind of somewhat a front row seat. I literally didn't have a front row seat, <laughs> but it was close enough for me to even watch the experience on stage. And I just like how it was diverse. I like how it was diverse and that. Kiana Dancy was on stage. She represented for the women and the female man. comics, man. How do you feel about that? I love it, man. That's why we, uh, I tell you, man, it, it, it wasn't by happenstance that we chose to uh, pick Kiana or anybody else. We wanted people who um, really cared about the message behind what we're saying, but yet can be funny. So she definitely represented and I'm glad you said that, man, because it's all deserved. Yeah, yeah, man. Indeed, indeed, man. You know, she definitely represented for the female comics and and definitely represented the laugh, don't shoot. How did that, I got to ask you, because Kiana's a big deal. She's a, she's a very big name. She's a very big deal. How did that happen? How did you all happen to get Kiana Dancy to be a part of the laugh, don't shoot comedy show? To be honest with you, man, Kiana is a big deal. She's a big name. She's known nationally, internationally, but she's a kind-hearted person. And she's a person that wants to make a difference, believe it or not. She has a book called um, uh, Bye Bye Bags that talks about her bags. And it is it, it, it a play on words where we talk about our bags, like physical bags and our mental bags. And so she, she, She's a good person, and it was easy. Uh, I was just flattered that she chose to to be a part of it. You know, uh, she she's a great person. Went by it wasn't an accident. We didn't go out looking for comedians who were just available. We looked at com- comedians who who have the passion and the heart to help push our message and to also care about the community. That's what it's all about, man. You know, getting comics that are humble because there are some comics out there that are just to keep it a bag with you. They they got a big ego. They've got a big ego, and you know, if you invite a any type of comedian, season or not season, their first thing would be like, okay, well, I love what y'all doing, but how much is it like? Uh, you know, what's the budget look like? How much am I going to get paid off of that? And it's not about that. It's it's about yeah. being a part of something in the effort to help save lives out here. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, with Laugh, Don't Shoot, our whole team, our whole committee, we are the type of people, we're going to pay you what your worth is. We're not going to uh, get somebody on for the cheap, try to get them on a the low low. We want people to be... Uh, because we respect comedians and we respect the art and the craft that we're going to pay them what they deserve, but we're not going to pay you just because of your name. We want to pay you because of your passion and your sincere desire to want to see good in our community. So uh, anybody on our shows, you better believe that that's part of their, the agenda. Yeah, man, that's what it's all about. So, 
comedian Coop DeVille, ladies and gentlemen. What, what else you got coming up? You got some more projects coming up, uh, some more stand-up comedy shows. What you got coming up in the next couple of weeks? Right now, I do have a lot of stuff, but with this podcast and what we're doing right now, I want to just stick to Laugh, Don't Shoot, and I want to say that we are looking for sponsors. We've had some people who who talked about being sponsors, like Walmart, Home Depot, and place, places like that. We, we're looking for sponsors, and we're looking for partners to join us in this effort so that we can continue to bring positive things to our community, continue to hire the best comedians, not because of their name, but because of their heart and their desire to help change our community. So uh, what we have upcoming is, number one, looking for partners and sponsors and, and partners, like I said, uh, people who to join us. And also we have another show coming up, Lab Don't Shoot Part 2. But guess what, Sean? Instead of one day, it's going to be two days. Mm. So we're looking at the facility. It might be Atlanta uh, Comedy Theater. It may not be. We don't know. Uh, we had a great turnout at Atlanta Comedy Theater. Mm. We had a great budget at Atlanta Comedy Theater, but we don't we don't know. But we're looking for two days right now for our next Laugh Don't Shoot. And it's going to be on a weekend, like a Friday-Saturday situation? Or a yeah, we're hoping it's... Actually, we're looking at a uh, Saturday and a Sunday for this one. Okay. Because we want people to have an opportunity to choose that option. If they're not available on Saturday, maybe you can come out on Sunday. Right. No, but we do want to have Lab Don't Shoot. We want to have two shows. And we, you know, we want to continue to grow up from there. And be honest with you, since the show started, since we did the show, and it, a lot of people on Facebook, Instagram have posted it. We had gotten offers from, I'm sorry, excuse me, but Virginia, um, what, South Carolina, Boston, and Detroit and Philadelphia that has, and Indianapolis that has an interest in the next Laugh Don't Shoot. So we don't know where it's going to be, but we are thankful that people at least know who we are. Yeah, yeah. And, and let me just say, I, I, I need my T-shirt. I need my Laugh Don't Shoot Comedy Show T-shirt. <laughs> But, but, but uh, in all fairness, though, and I got to give big shouts to the Atlanta Comedy Theater. It's been a minute since I've been up there. Of course, COVID-19 changed things. The theater yeah. was shut down for a while because of COVID-19, social distancing and things of that sort. But let me just tell you all this. I the, this, this opportunity would have never, ever happened if I did not come through to the Atlanta Comedy Theater. I don't even remember the first comic that I seen on stage when I went to the Atlanta Comedy Theater for the first time. I do remember seeing comedians like uh, Guy Tory and yeah. Melanie uh, Cat Macho, Macho. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah Cat yeah. Williams. Cat Williams and, and, you know, of course, you and a few other people, man. Dave Chappelle has been there. Chris Rock has been there. Earthquake has been there. Some of the best comedians in America has gone through Atlanta Comedy Theater. And they do it because, you know, Gary Gary Abdul, man, is an awesome guy. And, and actually, there needs to be a documentary on somebody. People need to know who Gary Abdul is, man. He is an icon when it comes to comedy. So 
So I was blessed to be there. I promise you. Yeah, yeah, and, and this is how I somewhat met Coop DeVille. Just a quick story for those that do not know. I went to a comedy show one night with a group of people, and one of the comics that I seen perform on stage was Michael Hunter. And mm-hmm. so Michael Hunter and I, after the show was over, I went up to him, gave him his props. I said, hey, let's um, stay in contact with each other. I do radio. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. And from there on, to make the long story short, he brought in a couple of comedians to my attention, and we all met at this one IHOP place on the south side because we were yeah. we were in talks of doing a podcast together. I was actually just going to be the EP, the executive producer for the podcast, and you and everybody else was going to do the podcast yourselves. But uh, Michael Hunter, shouts to Michael Hunter if you're watching. He brought Mike, big Mike, yeah, my man. He he brought comedian Coop Deville to the meeting, and I met him, and it, you know the rest was history from there, man. So big shout yes, out to sir. Michael Hunter putting me and Coop together, man. Yeah, Mike, I love that guy, man. Very humble spirit. Absolutely. Yeah, very. absolutely. And, so, and I, I like to thank you, Sean, for this opportunity, man. Uh, you do a lot as well in Atlanta, and your name, just like I said, Keanu is gonna be easily a name that is going to be known throughout Atlanta and the rest of the country, if not the world. So I appreciate you being who you are. And if I can close with something, I want to say there was a segment that I did on Laugh, Don't Shoot, uh, where I talked about my grandmama and the bike. And I did a joke on that. And I wasn't able to finish what I really meant by that joke. But it ended with me saying, that my grandmama hit me off, hit me and knocked me off the bike and off the porch. And the reason why I said that is because when we talk about shooting guns and having your mindset of of being a, a really a criminal minded, life would not only knock you off the bike, but it would knock you off of life. Using guns and using violence as a way to answer and to solve your problems will really knock you out of life. You know, not just off the porch that I jokingly said at the comedy show, but will knock you out of life. Too many of our people, particularly too many of our young black males at an early age are being knocked out of life simply because they're making the wrong decisions. You know, let's be smarter than that, people. Our families need us. Our communities need us. Our country need us. And guess what? God can really use us as strong men to push his message. And before it is all said and done, I do everything I do as a comedian, but I really do everything I do as a person who want to honor God's will for my life. And that's really what Laugh Don't Shoot is about. Yeah, man. That's the said, man. That's the said. Yeah, man. So we're looking forward. We're looking forward to part two, and hopefully part three, and hopefully part four of Laugh Don't Shoot. This is a movement. We we said this in the last podcast episode. Right. That this is a yeah. movement. It's a movement with a mission. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Thank so, you for yeah. all your supporters. Thanks for all your prayers. Continue to pray for us. Continue to to encourage us. 
We are available. Laugh, don't shoot. You want to find out the latest information? Go to bemorepositiveusa.com. bemorepositiveusa.com. Reach out to us. Join us on um, Laugh, Don't Shoot on Instagram. Laugh, Don't Shoot. And uh, Coop DeVille, C-O-O-P-D-V-A-L at uh, Instagram. So we can use all of your support and all of your words of encouragement. It means a lot. That's what it is. That's what it is. And before we get up out of here, Coop DeVille, we got to shout out our sponsor, by the way, too. Since you spoke about sponsors earlier, we got to shout out our sponsor, Silverback Contractors, LLC. Do you need some home improvement, Coop DeVille? Always. Right now. (laughs) (laughs) She ain't said nothing. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. Well, Silverback Contractors, LLC is a black-owned company. It's a stellar home improvement service specializing in painting, pressure washing, bathroom remodeling. They even help move furniture as well, too. So if you're in the situation right now of relocating to another home or what have you, they can assist in helping you move all of that furniture, appliances, and stuff that's in your home into your new home. So if you want to hit them up, ladies and gentlemen, and Coop, by the way, uh, you can contact them at 404-960-1972. That's 404-960-1972. Or you can send them an email to silverbackcontractorsllc at gmail.com. So make sure you give them a call. And the first people that sign up will get a $25 Amazon gift card when signing up for Silverback Contractors LLC. You can't be that. $25 Amazon gift card. You can do a lot with $25 with a $25 Amazon gift card. That's right. Hey, thanks for our sponsors. Thanks. We love our sponsors, man. They they help keep the lights on. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thank well, you, brother. Well, cool, man. We're gonna have. We definitely gonna have you back uh, to talk about at, as soon as part two of Laugh Don't Shoot approaches. We definitely yeah. gonna have to have you back on. And, and by the way, uh, with part two of Laugh Don't Shoot, are you gonna have the same comedians like Kiana, TJ, and Anthony, or actually? We're actually auditioning comedians right now. I, I have so many comedians, man. But to my surprise, that have said, "Hey, I want to be a part of it." You know, let me join and stuff like that. And so we're interviewing and um, checking out comedians right now. So we really don't know who we're gonna have. Okay, so anybody, that's, anybody that's watching, anybody, is it too late for them to sign up or? If it's not too late, how can they get in contact with you if they want to come in? The, the, the late date is uh, April, because it's March right now, April the 4th. Monday, April the 4th is our last day where we're looking, where we're going to uh, accept comedians' uh, tapes. But we're looking for comedians to uh, act, you know, to audition, send in a tape for Laugh, Don't Shoot. Let us know pretty much how you feel about the, the shooting and the gun violence in our country and why are you somebody that should be a part of this show? So. Okay. Should they send you an March email? March the 4th. How, can they send you an email? email? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like I just said, they could go to the Instagram, okay. laughdonshoot.com, coopdeville.com, I mean, .com, what I'm saying. You said don't come. Coopdeville <laughs> and Instagram. Yeah, I'm sorry. And the main place they can go to is bemorepositiveusa.com. Bemorepositiveusa.com and send in your information. And yeah. we're, we're going to look at everything. We're going to look at every. 
You don't have to be a big name comedian. You don't have to be somebody that's done BT, Comic Read, Dev Jam, out of those stuff. Stuff. You can be just who you are. If we're looking for you. You got to be funny as hell, though. Or at least try to. Funny. You better be <laughs> funny because if you're not, you're going to make it harder on somebody else. So. Oh, yeah. Well, we're just going to let T.I. get back on stage and roast you then. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll be funny, man. I'm, I'm Funny is a given. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Comedian Cook DeVille, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the morning show. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll chop it up again behind the scenes off the air. All right. Thank you, brother. God bless. God bless you, Love man. Everybody. All right. Thank you, Coop DeVille. Laugh, don't shoot. Laugh, don't shoot. Please don't shoot. Don't even stab either. Don't stab. Hey, don't get get angry. Get over it. And what? Be free. Be free. <laughs> He's gone. Coop DeVille. All right, y'all. Y'all stay tuned for we're going to take a break. Y'all stay tuned for the second hour of the Beat Break Morning Show with DJ Rollo and Star Cavs, and we may have a special guest joining with us. Stay tuned. Keep your dial locked to the Beat Break Morning Show. Sean Garvey is the MC. So respect the architect as I put to build. DJ Rollum is the DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. And Star Kells fills you in on what's trending. Can't do anything for clout. Do anything for clout. The Beat Break Morning Show. Tune in and tap in.